Hello, everybody. Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort, serving here in Italy in the Northeast. And uh, today we are doing another question with another answer. Uh, we began this practice uh, at Practical Missions Cohort after we had learned it at Saints Bible Institute when we used to give uh, all the students from America that were studying here in, in Italy with us an opportunity to ask questions. And I personally really in- enjoy the question and answer time we used to do. And we're making that, uh, carrying that tradition on through PMC in this fashion as well. Uh, but it's really important. And when I'm back in the States, I always encourage groups of people that I talk with to ask questions about missions. My experience growing up, uh, understanding about missions was very limited. It was as if there was a uh, the clouds, the, the mission field over there, the church, and big clouds separating me from what was going on on the mission field. What is missions about? How do you do it? What does it look like? And so this aspect of Practical Missions Cohort, uh, this media ministry and the question and answer, is an opportunity for everyday Christians to be able to ask questions to missionaries like ourselves about what we do, how it works, and Italy specifically as well, and to get some answers, to get some clarity, to part those clouds a little bit. So stay tuned, and we'll get into this question today that has to do with fellowship and on the mission field. Okay, so the question that was asked to us uh, in this particular uh, encounter uh, was, do you have local fellowship on the mission field? In Italy there. Do you have local fellowship? And I remember the time when this question was asked to me, uh, and it had had to do with uh, when I was sharing about the realities of Italy, the spiritual realities of Italy, you know, that 99% of Italy is unreached today. Less than 1% of the population is evangelical. Uh, 80 to 90% of the people are Roman Catholic. There's not really anything else out there. Roman Catholicism, then maybe Jehovah Witnesses, atheism, and and now, uh, yeah, Islam is here. Uh, But uh, very dark and barren land, and uh, so someone naturally just asked the question, well, how do you survive? Uh, do you have local fellowship? How are you guys getting on all these years over there? How do you get by without the normal kind of fellowship? And uh, so it was a great question, and I'll share a, a couple things as they come to mind uh, now related to that question there. The short answer, do we have local fellowship, is no. And I say that, but I also have a couple of yeses as well. But no, we don't really have local fellowship because uh, it is such an unreached area. Uh, it is such a minimal amount of Christianity here, uh, basically almost 0%. We're very, very, very few here in Italy. Uh, but we're just like pioneering missionaries who go to the jungles. If you think of your missionaries who would go to the uh, the Amazon jungles or the African jungles, and you can imagine, you know, they're they're living in, in really reduced uh, conditions, uh, giving up so much of what they're used to in a country like America uh, in order to reach those folks among the animals and the, the insects and all this, uh, the, the pioneering missionaries in the jungle, uh, they're always usually on their own trying to reach tribes and things like this. So they're this excluded thing and, and the family, they worship the Lord uh, regularly and uh, little by little as they're reaching out to the people and they see God save and transform lives, they welcome those people into the worship as well to worship together with them. And, and we have that kind of mentality here in Italy. Though we're not in a jungle, I consider Italy a spiritual jungle, uh, a, a dangerous place spiritually to live. Um, uh, but in any case, uh, we, we need to under- have that kind of mindset here. So we don't have the local fellowship uh, because we are in a barren land. We are uh, going into the, the spiritual jungle, so to speak. And, uh, and so we, we don't have that fellowship. Now, Yes, uh, at the same time, I want to say here, uh, thankfully, we do have uh, we do have some kind of local fellowship in the sense um, we have brothers and sisters that we led to Christ in the previous city who have remained friends with us and we keep in touch and we, we visit and see each other and the Lord willing, they'll participate a little bit in the new church plant once it gets going here as well. Um, 
but already are participating in our efforts by praying for us and with us and t- giving testimony and so on. Um, so thankfully, we do have that kind of fellowship, uh, though it's not super local. It is only an hour away from where we are now. Uh, and then, yes, also specifically, I can say uh, God has blessed us uh, with fellowship with our brothers and sisters at an American church in the town of Vicenza, about 45 minutes or so away from where we are. And we regularly are worshiping with them, enjoying the sweet fellowship, hanging out, spending time together. Uh, when there's not COVID, we share more meals together as well. Uh, things are a little bit complicated uh, right now. So in short, do we have local fellowship on the missionary field? Uh, no, not really. And then, yes, at the same time, we, we do. And uh, we also have a wonderful home church uh, that is in touch with us, uh, responds to us, our updates, is praying for us, uh, involved personally. We had needs for the baby, for example, and they they put money together and got all the things on my wife's wish list to help us get this baby uh, well supplied, everything we need. And uh, so we have that kind of fellowship as well. A wonderful aspect of the ministry is... Uh, is the partnership we have with our supporting church, our, our home church specifically, but also all the other supporting churches and individuals that partner with us in the ministry. We value that friendship too. Now, a, a couple points though that I want to make related to fellowship and missions is uh, that a missionary, in, in my belief, is that you should feel the loneliness on the mission field. You should feel that. Uh, and then it sh- you should be motivated by that to obey Jesus and to go to the lost people more and more. Uh, what can happen is some people, they sense that loneliness a little bit and they do anything and everything just to not feel that loneliness anymore. Uh, but we have to understand, even Christ himself, the greatest missionary of all time, he came to earth, took on flesh, and then brought the gospel to the people and ultimately gave his life for them, uh, his people, uh, but he felt that loneliness. You can be sure of that. He had perfect uh, uh, union with God the Father, God the Spirit. That harmony uh, in heaven was perfectly satisfied, not needing anything. But when he came to earth, he was very much, he limited himself. And there was an issue with that. It was troubling. Uh, so he felt the loneliness. You can be sure of that. And uh, But he was also motivated to fulfill his mission, uh, to, to go to the lost, to seek and find the lost, to preach the gospel, to make disciples, and to ultimately give his life for his elect. Uh, so we need to be motivated by that loneliness, not try to run from it or uh, or deny the reality that you are lonely. It is hard and uh, you need to embrace it and be motivated and get out to the people so that you'll see more people get saved as a result of you going to them with the gospel, uh, you going and sacrificing yourself so they can hear the gospel, believe in the gospel, repent of their sins, trust in Christ, become a new creature. And then God gives you friends when he saves people uh, because our best friends in life as Christians are our fellow brothers and sisters who live for the same purpose, have the same salvation in Christ, waiting on Jesus for his return, serving him with the days that we have, uh, satisfied in him and him alone. Uh, So that's where our true friendships are. We need to let always Jesus determine who our friends will be. Not We don't choose our friends. We want Jesus to choose our friends for us. And another comment, real quick, related to fellowship on the mission field, is uh, that the missionary needs to be diligent to resist the temptation of constantly reaching back to his homeland from where he was sent. Uh, This can happen often. Uh, New missionaries get on the mission field. Now we have technology. We can do video chats every day. uh, And we can never, kind of like the wife who never really uh, clings to her husband, 
but is always connected to the family, finding her satisfaction and talking with her family and never really parts from her family. Uh, the similar thing can happen with a missionary when they come to the mission field and they never really cut the tie between the uh, the homeland and the and, and the fellowship back home. Now it, it's kind of a double double edged sword here. You want that fellowship from the home church. You want to be connected. You want to be partnered. Absolutely, you need their support, their fellowship. But at the same time, you can't be, I guess you would say, dependent on that fellowship. You need to come to a certain point where you you cut the ties from family, from uh, uh, from the home church a little bit. Uh, in order to go to the new people. Because when the loneliness hits, when you're feeling uh, uh, nobody is believing in the gospel and, and nobody cares that you're there and so on, you'll want to always go back and find your satisfaction in that, that fellowship that you had from back home. Uh, but again, we need, to, we need to resist that in order to find the grace of God, the strength of God, to go to the lost, continually reach them. And uh, so there's a bit of a balancing act that has to go there. But it, it does happen. A number of missionaries, they never fully disconnect. And so they're constantly since they're not disconnected from back home and they're constantly connecting every day on the video chats or whatever it is, messaging, that means they're not fully investing themselves in the people God wants them to reach. They're not fully loving the people that God has called them to evangelize, to reach, and to bring into the kingdom. Uh, so it needs to be understood also that. Uh, good question, though. Uh, local fellowship, how does that work on the mission field? We touched on it just a little bit. Much more could be said, but these are the things that come to mind today as I reconsider that question that was asked about how do we get on in such a barren land? Do we have the fellowship we need and how does it work? Uh, those are just a couple thoughts for us today. So that's it for today. Until the next time when we have another question with another answer. God bless you. Ciao, ciao. If you have a question of your own related to missions, evangelism, or church planting in Italy, we invite you to check out in the show notes a link to our SpeakPipe page for Practical Missions Cohort, where you can go there, click on a link uh, that says record, and record a voice message with your question for us, a brief question, and then we'll go ahead and include you in another podcast episode, and we'll give an answer to your question for everybody to hear and enjoy and benefit from. The PMC Media Ministry exists to incorporate Christians into the Lord's mission of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning in Italy so others can flourish in Jesus' global mission whether they go or they stay. Thank you for being a part of the ministry. To learn more about what we do and how you can be involved, visit practicalmissions.org. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.